With AMC Plus, the plus doesn't just mean more, it means better. Available through the platforms you're already on, AMC Plus is a premium streaming bundle with the best of AMC, plus the complete collections of Shudder, Sundance Now, and IFC Films Unlimited. Get the latest from The Walking Dead with early access and exclusives. Binge acclaimed series like Mad Men, ad-free, and with new content dropping each week, like Gangs of London, a powerful drama about London's criminal underworld, there's always something fresh to check out. Sign up at amcplus.com, amcplus.com, AMC Plus, only the good stuff. Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell. Grab yourself a drink and join me while I break down the week in Bravo TV news. Danielle Staub from The Real Housewives of New Jersey placed another restraining order on her ex-husband, Marty Caffrey. The cast of Band of Rules have been taking over headlines this week with a Twitter war between Jax Taylor, James Kennedy, Katie Maloney-Schwartz, and Raquel Weiss. And Vanderpump Rules star Ariana Maddox revealed that she had cancer removed from her body back in 2018. Bethany Frankel from The Real Housewives of New York unfortunately suffered yet another fish-related allergy attack, but this time is while she was flying. We'll end the show discussing our favorite moments from Bravo TV this week. I will be tackling this mess and more with today's co-host, TV. She runs a hilarious Twitter account called TV Watches Trash, which is all about Bravo. Duh, follow that. <laughs> we met a few months back at a Real House trivia night in Astoria, where not only did we win first place, but I believe you were days away from giving birth. I was, uh, actually, I think I was overdue. So I've, I've, I took my extremely pregnant self from South Brooklyn to Astoria and, like, risked going into labor in the middle of Housewives Trivia. That would have been the true Bravo oh, baby. Oh, my God. Baby. I would have been, like, Eva at the reunion of Atlanta <laughs> yeah. last year, just, like, heaving and moaning they in the background. basically like, do not talk to Eva. If she gets too riled up, there may be a broken water. I feel like she didn't get enough attention for that. It was a really great moment. <laughs> so to get to know you a little better, I'm going to ask you three questions. What is your favorite show on Bravo? Okay, so... Obviously, this is not going to be like based in Housewives, more or less, because I don't really keep up with a lot of the other shows. Um, as a full body of work, it has to be Roni. I don't feel like there's ever really been dud seasons, with maybe like one exception. Like they've been, there's always been something for everybody in every season. Um, the most perfect first season I've ever seen was Real Housewives of Melbourne season one. However, I used to have a way to watch it not legally and I no longer do and I haven't watched it since then so I'm like it's kind of like etched in amber for me like it was huh. I don't know if you've ever seen I've never seen and I've never really watched that I don't think there's a legal way to get it in the US I think you have to have I was like illegally streaming it from like a Canadian thing with like a VPN mask like <laughs> and then it stopped working and I was like well I guess that's the end of that Okay, if you guys know where to find it, please let us know. Yeah, no, someone, please, because oh, I feel like, actually, I have a lot of people that have, like, been out there putting out feelers because, like, there are other pop culture reporters that will post about it, and they're American, and you're like, where are you getting this? Yeah. <laughs> and if you DM them and ask them, they won't tell you. And you're like, come on. No, but, I mean, season one of Melbourne was, like, <laughs> it's so good. The wife of the drummer from the band Silverchair features heavily. She believes she can talk to angels. She constantly talks about talking to angels. There's another cast member who's a barrister, but she kind of um, does her makeup and hair and stuff like a drag queen. Oh. And Jaina? she's the villain. Yeah, Jaina. She's the villain. I don't remember anybody's name now, obviously. <laughs> she's the only one who I know. Um, I definitely, like, watch the show, oh, but not, so like, good. They're so good. They throw a uh, Mexican-themed housewarming, the woman from with the husband from Silverchair, and it's deeply offensive. <laughs> like, deeply offensive. Yeah, they're like, right. everybody put a mustache on. <laughs> and they're like, here are some pictures of, like, dead Mexican gangsters that we blew up as decor. Like, And 
it's like actual black and white photos of like people that were like shot and like conflicts <laughs> and stuff. It's terrible. So, and of course it's also to launch their like tequila line, I believe. Well, of um, course. So that, yeah, it was incredible. And then also the reunion for that one compared to the US was phenomenal because they kind of broke the fourth wall and their, their version of Andy Cohen who hosts it was like, what are you guys most proud of? And they were all like, we're very proud to be like, and that's a terrible Australian accent. They're like, we're, we're so proud we're the first Housewives franchise in Australia. And I'm like, what a bar to set. Right? Like, <laughs> That's amazing. all you're proud of. So good. Getting casted on a show. Jesus Bonus Christ. Bonus shout out for favorite shows on Bravo. And this is going to date me. I miss when they still showed operas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would tune in. I would tune in on a Sunday afternoon to see like some Puccini. Oh my God. So, that those were the days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is so funny. <laughs> so what is your least favorite show on Bravo? I'm going to say Real Housewives of D.C. because they fucked that up right out the gate. Um, as someone who's spent a lot of time in D.C. in their life, they were stupid to even think that they were going to get something intriguing off the ground. Obviously, they were going to end up in a Salehi situation because no one who's actually legitimate in D.C. would participate in a show like that. I feel like everyone in D.C. has NDA writers on their job yeah. like, or is married to somebody with NDA writers on their job. So you're always going to have like these peripheral people that are not really actual anything and yeah. not even in a fun way like Atlanta where like the first season of Atlanta like none of them had any money no, yeah. and they like totally faked it like I 100% yeah. believe that production was renting houses for everyone I mean, yeah, like none of them had any yeah. money in terms of a show that's still running I, Orange County for me I watched the first three seasons religiously and then skipped seasons four through eight yeah <laughs> like just fluffed I uh, yeah didn't need it I missed like almost everything with Gretchen Rossi I don't feel like I'm missing it I no. didn't need to see more of Slade like, um, yeah, but so I, I do still watch OC. I believe in, I believe maybe OC might come around and my other big criticism for it, why it's one of my least favorites is it suffers from uh, a real lack of diversity. And I'm not just talking racially, but also like socioeconomically, like there's a tension even to Beverly Hills where some people don't have as much money as other people. Definitely. And that's what creates, I mean, even Kim to Kyle, you know, yeah, exactly. even A to B there, like that's what creates the drama. Well, and Brandon in OC, Lisa, like Lisa was like the rich one. You know, yeah, like, exactly. Jill with exactly. Bethany. In the the Jill with Bethany. Um, even in New Jersey, there's well, New Jersey doesn't have that, but what New Jersey has to make up for it is that it's real relationships. It's like sure. real family and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, Potomac has that to a degree. Oh, yeah, Robin Dallas is so doesn't have it, but Dallas has real friendships that were real off camera before the show, so it yeah. makes up for it. So that having been said, I just feel like, oh, see, it's boring because it's like, if you have all people that live basically in the same cul-de-sac, like you did at the start of the yeah. show, there's not going to be a lot of drama because there are... I mean, they're all Trump supporters. Yeah. Oh. So, you know, there's not a lot of diversity happening there. <laughs> yeah. True. Alrighty. Bravo star that you think should come back to a franchise. That's always my favorite one to hear about. And I'm actually very... I'm waiting with bated breath. I was going to say, I have a multi-part answer to this one, too. I have a lot of thoughts. Um, as always, I eagerly await the eventual reinstatement of Phaedra. Um, oh, I 100% yeah. believe that she should have She's been gonna taken off. Back. She's going to tiptoe back in. But what I like is when they take somebody off like that and then they let them back in later, i.e. like Luann, Ooh. Bethany, Sheree. Oh, Sheree, they come back humbled. Yeah. Uh, except for Bethany, but that's why I have issues with the second incarnation yeah. of Bethany. But I love like <laughs> Luann came slinking back, like tail between her legs. Right, she's was like, like, I thought I could do it on my own and I can't. Nini. Yeah, yeah. Nini crawled back. Stassi crawled right back. Rules. Yep, mm-hmm. Yeah, see, I know enough about VPR to know yeah. that. But, um, so I feel like that'll be interesting also because, I mean, does she still have that house? I feel like there were news items about 
Did she lose the house I after believe you went to prison? she might have moved, but I would move too because his energy well, she was, like, would uh, not yeah. be good. That house was actually nice, and she, I believe, was the only cast member that was actually living in Buckhead, which is like the Beverly Hills of Atlanta. I think Kim Zolciak might be. I feel like now, maybe now, but, um, definitely not back in the day. I also feel like they shoot a lot of B roll of the signs pointing to Buckhead for yeah. Atlanta and then nobody actually lives there. They well, want to like Jersey imply. Franklin Lakes is like so fancy and cold snack and all these fancy towns. I was going to say, and like, I, do any of them still live in Franklin Lakes? I doubt it. And the Manzos did. I think the Manzos did. I think Teresa's house is just outside. Ugh. And what's funny is being from New Jersey, cold snack is a very long way away from all those other places. Weird. So yeah, cold snack is like a two-hour drive with traffic, probably. From, wow. They're, they're really far north in New Jersey. Like, they're all the way up wow. where you're, like, almost in Pennsylvania, kind Ugh. of. I mean, it's fast to get here to yeah. New York, but it's, like, to go south in Jersey, it takes a long time. Um, anyway, yeah, so the, my other runners-up for people I want to see brought back, I would love to have Carlton back on Beverly Hills. Yeah, take um, it or leave her. Mainly because I like seeing Kyle upset. Yeah. And I just feel like we should do more things that upset Kyle. <laughs> And then I believe I'm getting my wish on this one. I'm not that excited about Jill coming back on New York. You know, we'll see what we see. Yeah. I kind of feel like I know what it's going to be. There's going to be crying. There's going to be like, Bobby was the love of my life. There's going to be like, why did you do this to me, Bethany? And then she's going to spin right around and make it how it was all the seasons she was yeah. on where she wants to control the show and she wants everything to be about her. And like, she's, she and Lisa Vanderpump are cut from the same cloth where it's like, if I'm not going to steer this ship, I don't want to be on it. Yeah. So, and like Ginger's dead now. Yeah, like, so it's like, I... who's licking her nose? Like, um, no one. She has this new little dog named, oh, God, the name's escaping me, but it's a new little fluff, fluff ball. And, like, Allie's out of the house, right? Yeah. So... I, like, I want to see you sending your daughter to fat camp. Like, I want to yeah. see darkness yeah. coming from you. Or I want, I don't know. It's just, like, her whole bit was kind of, like, fun until it wasn't, and I don't really feel like we need to go back there. Like, her ambitions are so naked that yeah. it's sort of like not fun for me. <laughs> her ambitions but, are so naked. And they so are. Like, God. <laughs> I just feel like she showed up at the opening of an envelope all the years she's been off. Like, Truly. She's waiting for somebody to ask for She showed something. up at Danielle Staub's bachelorette party on Housewives of New Jersey, <sighs> which is actually a great segue. Obviously, Danielle Staub got married to her husband, Marty McCaffrey. So they got married in May. Divorce papers were filed in September. Obviously, their divorce has been really gnarly, but recently the Jersey Star <laughs> went to the police to obtain a new order of protection on Wednesday night. Court granted temporary order lasting 10 days on Thursday. Marty McCaffrey said he's not aware that a new restraining order is in place at all. She's received multiple death threats on social media over her behavior and how she treats people. So she filed something with the police that had nothing to do with me or whether or not whether or not she's filed a restraining order or me. I'm not sure what it could be used for. <laughs> There's been no interaction between the two of us. We're living in the same house, but we're avoiding each other. That's really healthy. So, yeah. I, there's a lot to unpack here. I tried to do a little internet sleuthing before I got here because I never, even when she came back on New Jersey last season, figured out what Marty Caffrey does. Or like, yeah, if, I if doubt he, he has, has real money. I don't feel like he has real money either. Like, I don't know. I feel like it's, it's some New Jersey bait and switch where it's like, you own a house, so everybody thinks you're wealthy. Yeah, right. I don't know. Like, I just, like, don't buy it. He also, that episode from the other week where they're, like, the guys are trying to get him to say that he doesn't like Danielle. I'm like, he's, like, not very quick on the uptake. No. So I'm sort of like, we get it, Danielle. Like, you come in, you scam. That's, like, your thing. But I don't know why we all have to be dragged into this now. I 100%, like, I believe basically that all these things are true from everyone. I believe that, like, 
like the restraining order probably isn't against him, mm-hmm. but she made it sound like it is. I totally believe that he put his hands on her. I totally. would totally buy that. I also totally believe that she's probably made his life a living hell. Like I think everybody's behaving very badly yeah. and everyone should go home. <laughs> um, and uh, you know, honestly, in all this, like my heart goes out to those poor daughters. I know. Who just were so dead behind the eyes in those episodes. Truly. So, Danielle Saab uh, has been saying repeatedly in their past lawsuits that he repeatedly video and audio recorded her without knowledge having sex. He mocked and harassed her for being sexually abused by her father as a child, which I didn't know that that was even a oh. plotline for Danielle. Oh. She's messed the fuck up. You so. know, she's really messed up. I feel like it came up. Maybe season two. Not in the first thing where they were like all finding the... Remember season one in New Jersey was the drama the was them going to the library to get the uh, book? Yeah, and then walking to the salon. Like, can you just imagine that like like them going to the librarian at like the Bergen County right. Library and being like, help me. Yeah. I'm on a mission. Right. Um, yeah, but I, I mean, I don't... I'm not surprised. I feel like she has talked about it at some point. I think we're also all forgetting that she, much like Kim Zolciak, had a brief-lived like lesbian relationship storyline. Oh, yeah. Like she's just really been like all close. over the place where it's... I'm not trying to say that that's like not okay, but it's just more like this is clearly a woman with like very little impulse control that yeah. like doesn't really care like what the consequences of anything are. So... So true. Danielle also stated that he implied that her relationship with her daughter were lesbian affairs. And he said that purposely mm. to try to reference incest and embarrass her about her own childhood abuse. So this dude is fucking weird. And Yeah, know, again, I, I think all these things are true. I think yeah. he probably said some fucked up stuff and also she's probably making some of it up. Like, Of course. He followed up saying her kids are entitled cunts. Uh, pardon my French. Uh, so I guess... Could be true. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, that was the other thing about her season one on New Jersey was her whole claim to fame was that she was the first person in New Jersey. This is such a weird flex. The first person in New Jersey to have a black card. She was? Yeah, no, like that season one of New Jersey, that was oh what she God. came in with. Like, I live a really privileged life. I'm the first person in New Jersey to have a black card. Like, like I highly doubt that for some reason. I, I like, really doubt it. And two, again, very strange flex. That's being, that's like being like, I'm the first person that hit like a thousand points on my Dwayne Reed. Like, <laughs> I mean, you see it on the show. She's like, they're like, but you know, is love more important than money? She's like, money is important. Yeah. But love is number one. But like, even that, I'm yeah. like, that is not a convincing way of telling And you can tell you. which episodes she's like medicated in which one she's not whether self or otherwise i'm really couldn't yeah. say i'm not a doctor but a part of me definitely wants this whole plot line to be over i i loved seeing the bimini footage yeah. it was hysterical her and margaret i'm glad margaret was like you're 56 years fucking old like you don't need more shit in your house you don't you shouldn't be asking for hermes plates it was Get a tough yourself. the whole thing was a tough choice by the producers i think because i don't know that i really need to see this whole wedding Mm-mm. she's not a full-time cast member she doesn't even get talking heads she's clearly clearly doing it all for the camera yeah. you know what i mean like flipping out about the wet hair that could not have been more staged the wet hair thing so <laughs> yeah that was a, my favorite <laughs> so speaking of abuse um, <laughs> oh, hey worst transition Vanderpump Rules star okay it's, it's a whole <laughs> long convoluted story I'm just gonna start Katie Maloney Schwartz tweeted the other day saying I know the truth say what you want hashtag abuse hashtag consent she's talking about Schwartz no, so she's no. talking okay. about... I've, okay, for, for the audience here, I have watched one season of Vanderpump Rules. Crazy. And it's the first season, so I'm missing a lot. All I know from last season is that Lala drank from a bottle, which I was really oh here for, but I don't really know any, much else. Yeah, I mean, that was honestly one of the biggest takeaways from last season, so yeah. that's, that's a good one. So, okay, if you guys don't have any background... This season, everybody is out to get James Kennedy. Everybody thinks Jax is the new saint, which is hilarious. Yeah, that doesn't sound right. Yeah, they're mad at James because he supposedly cheated on Raquel. 
Rakalis' girlfriend. And you think, um, so I do pick up some things here and there from the blogs, obviously. Like, so fill me in. What's Raquel's deal? Like, what's her deal? Is she a server? So, no. She was a pageant queen. Met James while she was in college. Pageant queen from where? Uh, like somewhere in California. Okay, okay, okay. All right, okay. So, yeah, I know, right? If she was in Texas. Oh, I would love it. So good. So, moved in with James in the summers, like from college. She would just stay for the summer, whatever. But was obviously back at school for the remaining months. He was cheating on her the whole time, whatever. So, obviously, everybody's trying to now expose them. Katie Maloney Schwartz got into a huge fight with him because she made fun of his shorts. And then he turned to her and said, well, you don't look too flattering in yours either. Oh, like, boy. So now there's body shaming. Yeah. Katie Maloney is taking her faux feminism and starting, you know, Lisa Vanderpump, how do you let him speak to me like this at work? And it's like, you speak to people like that at work all the time. Like, yeah. I get, like, they're trying to, like, jump on this whole Me Too, Time's Up thing. Yeah. But it's like... Those are very serious things, like abuse and You're talking are, about somebody, like, yeah. making fun of how you look in shorts. Yeah, and, like, him cheating on his girlfriend, not, like, abusing women consistently. Yeah. So, Katie then tweeted, I know the truth, say what you want, hashtag abuse, hashtag consent. She follows up saying, maybe I'm standing up for those abused who are scared to come forward. All I can say is that there's much more going on here. So, maybe that's true. I don't know. I mean, I would imagine this show seems pretty tightly controlled, like, what they'll allow out at different times. So, yeah. maybe there's more coming. I'm thinking Raquel then responded to Katie saying, to hashtag consent basically implies rape, at Music Kills Kate, is there anything you would like to say? Hmm. Katie has not responded. This then triggered James to start going off on people on Twitter, and this is where shit gets petty. He said, Katie Maloney is one disgusting human, basically making up stories to me about me to gain, gain, gain. That's all she does. Her marriage won't last, and trust me, neither will she after hashtag pump rules. And Jax, he's a sad, sad man after his daddy died. Coming from me because I'm the only man who doesn't like. That seems really unnecessary. Brother, make peace with your dead father so you can be set free. And that goes for Lala also. By the way, he made fun of George when he left. As in George Michael, who's his Mm, uncle mm. or godfather. Brittany Cartwright, who is Jax Taylor's fiance, then then tweeted, The disgust continues. James Kennedy, I pray you will find peace someday. Yikes. So this is sort of like why I never got heavy. Again, my day might come with VPR where I really get into it, but it sounds just about as interesting as having like your friend who's a waitress tell you about drama at work. Like, yeah, that's basically yeah, the crux this, of it. Yeah, I get it. I get it. So so I don't know. I mean, all I know is all these people at this point are like pushing 40, right? Yeah, <laughs> so, they're all like mid to late 30s. Not Some a degree, of them are in 20s. Probably not a degree between them. Stassi has one. Oh, I believe that. I believe she's that. But Stassi's with... obviously in another. She's from like a different, she's yeah. from a different cloth than the rest of us. And this trash. also sounds like, I feel like in season one, there's some hints of like Stassi's version of feminism, which is basically just like licensed to be a huge brat. Yeah. So. Uh-huh, right. <laughs> it doesn't really have anything to do with anything else. Um, the whole thing is a mess. And I, yeah. I kind of think it's a, a I mean, everybody's hitting really low below the belt, bringing up his father. Like, you know, I think. I, a part of me thinks Katie Schwartz of, had an on-camera marriage, though, right? Oh yeah, yeah. So so sad. So that yeah. I mean, that's another thing. <laughs> James is basically like, you guys are making fun of me. Schwartz has constantly cheated on Katie throughout all the show. Jax has constantly cheated on every single person he's been with on this fucking show. Everybody on our group cheats, and like maybe Raquel doesn't really give a fuck. She's like, dude, I'm at college. You're yeah, here. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, obviously I love you, but like have fun but like maybe just don't tell me like whatever like yeah. you can have your arrangement they're fucking young like but yeah these people are a mess yeah. and I mean I think it might also be for the shows to get more people watching last week they actually had the lowest a series low for their most and last season was really good for them right yeah 
I know, like, everybody she, was... Because Sheena, like, I, I was watching to see Sheena date this guy, Rob, right after her divorce, and, like, her delusion was magic. I heard she got, like, a crazy edit, like, a really bad oh, edit. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. so there's that. I mean, like, I don't watch the show, and I Lala drinking out of the bottle. Oh, God, so good. <sighs> so good and then the pasta you yeah. know like the pasta of it all <laughs> yeah, the pasta so. of it all and like Tom Tom is Tom Tom opening in yes. last season or this season it is opening this season oh hasn't okay. fully opened yet but moving over to other Vanderpump Rules news Ariana Maddox opened up in a very long Instagram caption I just want them to end we don't need your press releases yeah but, no more iOS press releases right <laughs> So she wrote, 2018 was a full year, uh, a lot of moments were unplanned, blah, blah, blah. She went to Cuba, Japan, blah, blah, blah. Good for her. Must be nice. Right? What a life. Then she follows up saying, I have to admit, I had to have a little bit of cancer removed from my body and lymph nodes <sighs> biopsied, parentheses, in the clear now. Why does she have to say little bit of cancer? Well, so... She's trying to make it light. a couple things about this, and I want to tread very lightly here because yeah. I don't want to sound insensitive, but like... Having, I don't know, I feel like this is a move, and I'm not trying to downplay the severity of whatever it is she might have gone through, but first of all, if you're being that jovial about it, it's still serious, but I yeah, mean, it's, it's like, it's like clearly, like, it, it it didn't really break your stride too bad, like, you've dealt with it, you've yeah. moved on, that's great, I think that's really healthy, actually, um, but two, I feel like, I'm trying, I'm struggling to remember, I feel like there's... Well, there was all the confusion. For many of us, the holidays will look different this year. Family and friend reunions might not be the same, but that shouldn't stop us from feeling close. That's why I'm gifting my loved ones the most meaningful gift this year, a chance to tell their story and share memories using StoryWorth. StoryWorth is an online service that helps your loved ones share stories through thought-provoking questions about their memories and personal thoughts. It's a fun new way to engage with family, especially those you can't see in person this year. Around this time last year, I lost my grandfather, and I felt this insane guilt that I didn't ask him enough questions about his love story with my grandma, his career, his immigration journey from Italy in the 1960s, and so much more. To honor his birthday this past year, I gifted my grandma a StoryWorth membership. Every week, StoryWorth emails her a different prompt with questions you'd never think to ask, like, if you were to do it over, what would you have done differently? Or when was your first kiss? You can customize your prompts to ask anything you'd like, so I obviously had to ask, who's your favorite grandkid? Just kidding. <laughs> After one year, StoryWorth will compile all your stories, including photos, into a beautiful keepsake book that ships for free. I'm planning to order one for myself, my brothers, and my cousins so we can share our grandparents' story with our children someday. Give your loved ones the gift of spending time together wherever you live with StoryWorth. Get started right away with no shipping required by going to storyworth.com slash bravohh. You'll get $10 off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash bravohh for $10 off. If you are anything like me, you haven't bought a single gift for anybody this year, maybe other than yourself. <laughs> this will be an amazing gift for anybody who is looking for that last minute gift that doesn't involve shipping costs and will be something that you can pass down to your families for generations. That's storyworth.com slash bravohh for $10 off you guys and you get a deal look at that in the early seasons of atlanta about whether or not kim Solziak had cancer and she clearly just liked wearing wigs yeah um and then there was somebody else in another season of another franchise and now i'm really it's like on the tip of my brain where they made it sound like they had cancer but they actually just had like a tumor tested but they was it I know New Vicky Gumbelson's daughter had the tumor and like mm, she's like a thyroid thing though it was yeah. something real and she's a nerd Brianna's yeah, so Brianna's a class act I feel like I'm trying she's to think if anybody else someone else where like um oh well Brooks duh, duh. Brooks was a big one um 
but I think that entire thing was fake. Like, I don't think there were, and somebody, maybe it was somebody in New Jersey or something where it was like, they painted it like they had had cancer, but really they had just had a biopsy done. And that's still really scary. I mean, if you, especially yeah. if you're a healthy person, but like, but it's, it's really, really. Peggy pain. from OC. Peggy. Oh my God. How could I forget? Peggy out here still hashtagging all of her photos, hundredth housewife. Also, <laughs> as someone of Armenian descent, really dragging us down because she really made that her whole storyline. Like we're traditional Armenians in Orange County and blah, 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 which is like hashtag very bleak, honestly, <laughs> um, speaking for my people. But, um, it's like, don't be out here showing off how like controlling your husband is. Seriously. Um, and you know, Jennifer, this season in New Jersey gives me the same vibe Ooh. where I'm like, this is not, nobody's jealous of the fact that your husband gets mad when you leave the house, leave the house. Like all the yeah. Louis Vuitton bags in the world don't make up for the fact that you can't leave the house when you want it. Like. <laughs> So Peggy, yeah, Peggy was like, I mean, it's like, girl, I get it. You know, it's funny. Peggy got, Peggy's a great case. Like when Kim Fields was on Atlanta Ooh. where she, you didn't know what you were getting into. You came at this completely wrong. And then by the time you get to the reunion, you're like, oh, you could have given yourself a really great in and a lot of really interesting dynamic storylines. Mm-hmm. You had no idea what you were doing. Yeah. Like, so tough stuff. Tough stuff. She has fried hair. Oof. She hasn't really addressed the cancer outside of this Instagram caption, but obviously we hope it's nothing too serious and that she's okay. Um, staying in LA, Gigi from Shaws of Sunset is officially divorced from her ex-husband. Good for her. Shalom Yerushalam. Thank God. She posted a picture on Instagram with <laughs> a picture that said, Hell hath no fury like the attorney of a scorned woman. Made a long-ass Instagram caption yet again. She said, I'm officially divorced, married for seven weeks, and trying to get divorced for nearly two years. Mm. Blah, blah, blah. I like how she tags her attorney. How long was she with the guy? Seven weeks. No, no, but like up leading up to that. I would would not say long. Okay. I would say probably a few months. Because I think it was like a shotgun thing. I feel like Gigi's always kind of been a wayward soul. I don't really keep up on Shaz, but... (laughs) I mean, I listened to her on some podcasts, and she talked about how she went to like... 15 different schools growing up and she was always getting kicked out and always doing drugs and like her drugs of choice were like weed and cocaine so like she was like a party girl and had all this money so back on episode 9 we talked about how Gigi said she started doing drugs at age 11 which is Mm. fucking crazy but she said like she was able to get away with it because she would like tell her parents like oh all the white kids parents let them do this and her parents were like immigrants they didn't really understand they were like okay like i guess if your friends are doing it like it's fine for what you what kind of immigrant parents did she have that doesn't I, track for I, me I, I know right i'm like i'm like uh, I can uh, that usually <laughs> just saying that sentence is like you're never gonna leave your house again yeah like, right so at the end of the comment she writes, now let's get ready to plan that divorce party uh, and divorce parties kind of are a mixed bag for me too. It's like if you were only married for seven weeks, what are you doing? Yeah, I mean, who had? I'm trying to think. They did some... one on Atlanta for uh, Cynthia, Cynthia and Phaedra, and it went over really badly. Because yeah. it's sad, well, it's and like... also because Kenya is not so, and like yeah. she knew she was. Kenya was such a good villain. I, I miss her a little. I do too, but I'm like also like really glad she's like finally has like the life. Sure, she sure, wants. sure. She'll be back. She will be back. Like, She'll we... be back. Uh, you know, and, um, I just, the, the battling houses, I just, you know, yeah. I miss her. <laughs> the battling butt workout team, donkey booty the, versus, what was the other oh my one? God, I don't remember what hers was. Sweating donkey. with Kenya. I don't know. Sweating with Kenya. <laughs> but I'm happy for Gigi. I'm glad she ditched that fucking loser because yeah. no reason to waste any more She's time so with that. She's so pretty. She's gorgeous. Bethany Frankel from the Real Housewives of New York is having yet another week of bad allergy issues. We reported back on episode 14 that she had 
had this really bad allergic reaction while she was in Boston with her boyfriend. This time she was on an airplane flying on Thursday when she boarded the aircraft and realized the crew was serving fish, despite the fact that she called ahead to check if it would be safe. What was the airline again? I don't know. So let's start with point number one. I understand it's first class. Why are they serving bass on a cross-country flight? I know! It is a cross-country flight, yeah. right? I'm wondering like, why... Why would anybody want to eat fish in the air? I mean, I and I love fish, but like, yikes. <laughs> like, ugh. And then that was interesting. What I read about it was that that's like protocol, is that if they find out that somebody has that severe an allergy, they have to be like... You can't even, we can't even just take the fish off the plane. Like, this yeah. flight's canceled now. And it's yeah. got to just be legal liability, I'm sure. But, like, um, so, I don't know. I'm kind of, like, Bethany is so interesting because there's a lot to not like about her. But there's something really Greek mythology-esque about the whole arc she's had in the public eye. And how, like, that girl, like, can't win for trying, basically. Like, or I don't even know if that was the right turn of phrase. My brain is mush. But, like... It's like, I'm sure she didn't want that in the press. I'm sure she yeah. didn't want a whole plane full of people to have to deboard because she's allergic to fish. I totally believe she's allergic to fish. I yeah. don't think it's some fake thing. But, like, tough stuff. Like, you just, no matter what you do, you're going to get painted a certain way. And she can't win. I feel like she's someone, like, as... She doesn't help herself either, but, yeah, like, she, she really... She creates bigger issues, I feel like, sometimes. But, yeah. you know, with allergies that are so severe, and we've seen it on the show, it would be addressed. Yeah, yeah. Last week, it literally happened where she almost died, and now she has to carry an EpiPen full-time. She said being in a death... Being trapped in a cabin with no windows with cooking fish is a death trap. The airlines in the world need to change. I will always be self-conscious about it, and today it didn't help. So I feel really bad for her. I, I feel really bad she called ahead. I mean, it's like you did your due yeah. diligence. I'm sure one of her, those poor little assistants got fired. Oh, I know. Can you imagine working for her? It's like literally my nightmare. She wrote, to clarify, some allergens are transmitted by touch and air. Fish is one, and it's fatal. The more exposure to them, the more susceptible. It's not like the immunity thing, where now exposure means less susceptible. Yeah. It's opposite. I've always kept it quiet, but that's over now. I really like terrible. all the terrible corporate bureaucracy aside. Like, I get the airlines thing, because it's like the air is recycled on a plane. So if yeah. it's airborne allergy, there's no getting around it, yeah. really. But again, why are we eating bass in yeah. first class? I'd be so <laughs> angry. Because, you know, I'm just picturing, like, I'm just thinking, I'm like, oh, it's just going to be, like, hot and greasy, and, like, Ugh. I have a whole cabin's it smell like bass like no thank you yeah <laughs> i haven't really done a deep dive on the new boyfriend he's a film producer yeah uh, coming yeah. out of boston so i guess it's long i think distance. i looked at his imdb and i was like yeah yeah i don't think he does anything no. not like lala's man on Vanderpump Rules. but yeah back <laughs> out here making gaudy right? yeah back on episode three yeah we discussed all about her her man's uh, we talked about it last episode as well. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so I'll have to go back. He seems cute. I can educate myself. Right. Um, I might go back and hear my he research. Seems, <laughs> he does seem, he seems like normal cute and I feel like, I don't know, she's a funny one too because starting from season one, Jason, Jason OG. Yeah. Like, she doesn't always pick them based off looks for sure. Yeah. And that, I kind of like tip my hat to her on that because I think that too many people get caught up in that sort yeah. of thing. At the same time, she's got a weird taste, like very strange taste. Yeah. And you know what? I, honestly, I know what the answer to that riddle is. It's the taste of somebody who desperately wants unconditional love. Yeah. <laughs> Which is the sad kernel at the heart of Bethany Frankel. Yeah. That's a really good way of putting it. I mean, you know, I don't doubt that she's the best mother she knows how to be, but like there's, mm -hmm. no, there's no way that kid gets to adulthood and they have a good relationship, right? I mean, she doesn't have a relationship with either of her parents. She talks about how, like, their relationship will probably end up somewhat, like, mirroring what's going to happen. I was going to say, and it just seems just so fought. Yeah, like, I mean, like, and despite her best intentions, yeah. too, but just, 
I want to say no one saw that Jason Hoppy was going to be such a psycho, but let's be real, we all saw it. I know. I guess I didn't really notice it in the beginning, but then, like, once you get the spinoff and, like, the real attention yeah. and the marriage and then your kid, like... Well, even in the beginning, when I would watch those seasons now, like, when she was first dating him and he was showing up in the show, as now that I'm in my 30s and I watch that, I'm like, oh, the flags were all there. But when I was, like, 25 watching yeah. that, I was like, hey, he seems fun and cool. And it's like, yeah. no, no, no. He's, like, really angling for a lot of screen time and, like, he's like, sure, babe, I'll, like, drive your promotional car but like doesn't have a good job kind yeah, like, of is and a you're trainer like, or like, like I don't know what it was he had he's like one of those people who had like quote unquote many jobs where it's like oh so you yeah. don't have one yeah like no and like I feel like anybody who leans really hard into the like I love my parents and I that sounds awful. Anybody who loves their parents is terrible. Right? You know, anybody who's like really leans hard to like my parents are good wholesome people and I'm a good wholesome person is usually a fucking psycho. Yeah, that's about you right. You know what I mean? Like remember cuz she was like he was like I want my parents to be like her new family and I'm like, "Ooh, you're pushing it real hard." And yeah, like, like if you know anything about anything, like you're like if somebody comes from a really broken background like that, like doing that is not gonna like, they'll come to it on their own. You don't yeah. have to push your parents at her. Like, Well, she had that one birthday party where she was literally crying, and he was like, what's wrong? And she's like, I, I told you, like, I don't want a party like this for me. Well, exactly. She's like, birthdays have mm -hmm. never been good for me, mm -hmm. and here you are. You fucking surprised me. I thought we were going out for dinner, and there's 80 people here celebrating me. She's like, well, I don't want Well, and that's, this. that's like, the type of thing. That's just what I'm talking about, is that at 25, I didn't see that for what it was. Yeah. And obviously, probably that whole thing was staged, but despite that... At, you know, 30 plus, you look at that and you're like, oh, that's a man who doesn't listen when yeah. his partner is talking. Therefore, it's like a couple quick hop skips to like full-blown misogyny. <laughs> like, totally. Like, you very plainly ignored this person's like verbalized needs to you. So yeah. you're probably awful. Ugh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Tough stuff over there. <laughs> well, you ever seen her in person? I've no. passed her on the street in Soho. Me? She is so tiny. <laughs> I would love to see her. Yeah, I've never... Actually, no, I saw... I went to a book signing of hers when I was younger, but, like, I was in high school, so we were probably the same size. Yeah. So, like, at oh, that time, I was days, like, she's right? not so yeah. skinny. Now I'd be yeah. like, oh, my God. <laughs> Little levity coming out of New York. Luann Delaseps, <laughs> a.k.a. The Countess, <laughs> was overheard recently being asked by a friend what she wants to do next in her career, and The Countess said she would like to do more comedy, saying that she would like to star in a TV sitcom... <laughs> Now, you can't tell me that she didn't stand up on her bar stool at the Regency and shout that sentence yes. to anyone listening. I know. Like, just spoke it into existence. Comedy. Also, I'll just say right off the bat, Nini watched so she could run. Very true. Yeah. And also, I'm not interested in seeing her inscripted. No, 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 no. I don't need to see any no. housewife in any TV show. Can I tell you something? Sewing is deeply problematic in a lot of ways, but I really tip my hat that she knows, and she's said many times, that she's only good off the cuff. Yeah. And I mean, she, yeah, it's, she's, it's true. She's only got off the cuff. Like it's hard to be like, you can't just up and decide like Nini's like, I'm a comedian. It's like, yeah. And then you make rape jokes. To like, yeah. But that's the thing about it. And Nini, I'll at least say clearly had this dream for a long time and was focused on it to some degree. Yeah. And also I'm not sure quite the degree of how successful she was in her former career, but I want to say that if you were making your living as a stripper, you know how to talk to people. Definitely. So, like, you got entertaining. I mean, you're an entertainer, literally. Yeah. So, I'm like, Nini had a base to go on there. Luann, I'm like, that nursing certificate from Connecticut and that whirlwind marriage with the Count. Well, she was randomly an Italian game show host. Yeah. She does. Wait, I know. Oh, I'll <laughs> say that. I actually bet that she's a great, like, host. Yeah. Like, I would totally watch her host, like, a game show or, like, a. <laughs> 
QVC. Yeah, she should be out on QVC, actually. She should. Well, she has, like, her Countess collections. I wonder... But is it QVC? I don't think it's QVC, because that's, like, running a story I'd rather watch her than Shannon Bedore, honestly. Hawking that disgusting Oh, Shannon wasn't ready for television. My friend is actually gonna come on the podcast soon, and we're gonna do a recap of Shannon Bedore's frozen food line, where we cook, we eat all... It's incredibly expensive. That's why I'm, like, I gotta, save. Like, save $130 to get, like... Some fucking veggie burgers and fish. Does it They're have some kind fish of dishes? Oh, like, again, we want to eat microwave fish, like because that's what it would be on that flight too. That bass. Yeah, they're probably serving Shannon cuisine. Yeah, Ugh. I. You know, does QVC have some kind of guarantee where you could call back and be like, "I'm not satisfied. I want my money back." Because you should just scam them. Oh, I shouldn't I say that on air, should. but <laughs> I know. Or I should hit them up and be like, "I'm gonna do an episode." <laughs> okay. Oh, so, what was your favorite moment? From Bravo this week. I actually really enjoyed I enjoyed the the ups and downs of watching Cynthia take her daughter to college. Oh um, I know. I, I genuinely generally kind of felt bad about the whole thing. I love seeing Leon though. Like he's I just such a good dad. But just like seeing him, period. Yeah. <laughs> he's a legend. Let's never forget he was in the Like a Prayer video. It's him in the Like a Prayer video. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. No, he's an icon. Um, and he's such no a good idea. dad. They have such a great dynamic. The sexual tension is definitely still there, obviously. Oh Everybody definitely says that, but, um, and then, uh, but I also like really loved that they panned around the little party and of all the little things she made. And I'm so certain I backed it up twice and I didn't get a screen grab that there was just a bowl of cut up hot dogs. There was! was I noticed it? it! Oh my god, now I'm like... I've memory. honestly been thinking about it all week. You guys, I'll post that's, a picture to the Instagram I, account. I was gonna say, that's how I watch these shows, is I'm like, two days later, I'm like, were those really hot dogs? Yeah. And I have to like, go back and look. <laughs> like, one of my favorite moments from Bravo this year was watching Cameron on Dallas try to cut up an apple with yeah. a serrated knife. Uh. And she just looks, she looks like a dog trying to open a locked door. Like, she's like, I don't understand. Like, uh, I live for those little... I live for the like the little uh, theatrical minutia of it all. I don't feel bad. I about went her. and looked at her Instagram though, and I know she's doing just fine. I mean, I know. once she probably got there like two weeks in, she was with like, her single. She's a musician. I don't know what her deal is, but I mean, oh. I'm, like to have a single dorm. No, oh, her oh, single dorm room. Oh, Sorry, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, yeah, shocker that they yeah. <laughs> gave her a single one. If I, yeah, that's not even an option. If yeah. I was like, mom, and I also don't. Think, I mean, I'm sure she's a little bit of a brat, but I'm like, I get it. Single parent household. She's been homeschooled the last couple of years. They've clearly been on their own together for a yeah. long time. That's a tough bond. To, but I loved. I love. I honestly, I really loved Cynthia and Leon being like, get in the cab and go. Yeah. It's bringing a little tear to my eye. It was oh nice. God, <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of people having babies, Andy Cohen opened up on the CNN New Year's show that he will be having a little baby boy. Did he say when? Uh, six weeks. So uh, probably five weeks because it was a week ago that he said. Oh, man. I mean, I didn't watch that coverage. I also heard that Anderson Cooper, once he was pretty drunk, admitted that his mother had an affair with Marlon Brando. Oh, my God. I didn't get that. Yeah, I might want to verify that, but I feel like I saw that headline somewhere and I was like, oh, I love that like 50-year-old tea. I'll also say that um, I very proudly, <laughs> I'll make an admission on air here, for my 34th birthday, my mother treated me to a trip to Costco in New Jersey. It's really <laughs> exciting. And I did buy myself in my postpartum state a very large size of stretch Gloria Vanderbilt jeans for smooth $9.99. <laughs> so I'd like to thank Anderson and his mother and Marlon Brando for making that possible. Well, I know that Andy and Anderson were set up 
for a blind date like years ago. Oh, I've heard about that. Yeah. And then like within the first five seconds, Andy asked him about his mother and Anderson was like, oh, this isn't going to work. That's Which like I my, get it. That's get my it. deal yeah. breaker. But then it's amazing that they've been friends yeah. ever since. But sad that like Kathy Griffin, obviously like after she did, Kathy Griffin used to host the New Year's Eve show with Andy, with Anderson before Andy. But after her uh, photo shoot with a bloody mask of President Tr- Donald Trump's head back in 2017, she was fired. But I felt sad for her this year because she also opened up that her mom has, like, dementia. And yeah, like, and they're really, really close. I mean, uh, this is my thing with Kathy Griffin. Speaking of vintage Bravo shows, I used to love. That's how I actually list. got into Bravo. Same here. Because I loved her stand-up. Um, and then... So, I think that there's a real kind of like disease that plagues older comedians where you kind of have to take yourself off the shelf at a certain point like Jerry Seinfeld's done it pretty well and I'm not a huge fan but like I'm like yep do this like weird interview car show who cares whatever like or like Jay Leno just go away like yeah he needs to go to sleep yeah I mean but it's good it's like I don't want to see you out here doing specials I'm not interested in seeing you on other people's shows even like David Letterman's Netflix I'm like no thank you and Kathy Griffin for better or for worse I'm sure she still wants to be out here paying her bills but it's like you kind of are at this point where it's like you're not going to say anything good you're going to misstep at some point and you're going to undo all the work you did and I feel like the photo shoot thing was stupid but I'm like everything she did afterwards was like one crazy misstep after another and I feel really bad for her because there's a lot of misogyny laced into how the media dealt with it but like I also feel like it was time to bow out yeah especially with this she made some comment this year saying like oh they tried to make Leslie Jones be the host instead of Andy Cohen but it's like, girl, just shut up. Like, you don't yeah, have just to, like, stop commenting. you're not going to get jobs because people don't trust you. Like, yeah. because it's, it's fucking work. Like, if it doesn't work for someone, like, it's work at the end of the day. Like, yeah, it, shit is personal because yeah. you did something fucked up. But Anderson and Andy tour together. They have a whole vibe. And their show was hilarious. And clearly there was some personal fallout between her and Andy Cohen. Yeah. That all, and all the coke accusations yeah. and all that stuff. And I feel like there's probably a lot of truth to that. But also, it was 100%. like a weird, it was a weird volley to, to throw, kind yeah. of, you know? Like, it's like nobody's going to be surprised that Andy Cohen blows a line every now and then. Like, right? yeah, so. Just to be social. Yeah, just to be social. <laughs> um, but, yeah, but, you know, uh, good for Andy Cohen with the surrogate thing. I re- Have you ever read any of his books? Yeah. Okay, so I read, like, the first one where he gets the dog and, like, whatever. And they're, like, real light, beachy, ridiculous reads. Yeah. Like, they should they're not so have been published. Fun, so they're easy. so silly. Um, it's basically like reading a really long issue of Us magazine. Basically. <laughs> um, but, uh, so I'm like, oh, you know, he's clearly like, for better or for worse, I also can picture completely that aside from that persona he's put out that he's probably a total fucking shark. Like, yeah, 100%. Like, I bet he's real nasty behind the scenes sometimes. But I'm like, yeah, he's probably got a lot of love to give. Everybody deserves to, you know, have a family if they want to or whatever, sure. Um, but... I, I just hope, for everyone's sake, that he's treating that surrogate better than Jeff Lewis. Oh my god, Jeff Lewis. Because that story makes big. me so angry. And you know that surrogacy like that is, um, like, a lot of countries have started to outlaw it because they just can't police people treating the surrogates properly. Which is terrifying. Like, yeah. The fact that that even needs to be a thing. Like, you should be so grateful that this woman is using her body to give you a child. Yeah. Like, because it's not, you know, it's nine months of her life, regardless of if it's her kid in the end. Oh, like, I mean, having just done it, it's a lot. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like, emotional turmoil. Nothing like. will make you more pro-choice than having your own kid, trust me. Like, <laughs> it's a lot to go through. Um, you know, I got knee problems I never had before. <laughs> I got a lot of issues that are just gonna <laughs> keep coming, and I had a healthy pregnancy, so. Wow. Anyway, um, but I also will just say on the motherhood tip that I look forward to our sons dating. 
I'm, oh. I'm ready to have Andy pay for the wedding. Putting it, I'm speaking it into existence. <laughs> Manifested. Thank you so much for coming on. Where Thanks can people for having find me. you? They can find me um, at TV Watches Trash on Twitter, where I intermittently live tweet the bad shows I'm watching. Don't come for anything heavy because it's not there. And uh, yeah, that's that's that. Great. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to Bravo Happy Hour. If you love the show, be sure to rate and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. While you're at it, be sure to follow Bravo Happy Hour on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Be sure to tune in next Monday for more of your favorite Bravo-related news.